What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jordan and Patrick Show. We are your hosts, as always, Jordan and Patrick. I'm coming at you with episode six of season two. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and first things first, as always. Uh, what are we drinking? What are you drinking? Nothing. Just hit me. There's nothing here. Yeah, I didn't bring There's one up. beer on the table. <gasps> yeah. Sacrilege. It is sacrilege. Cancel the show. <laughs> well, the one beer that's being drank is uh, Alpha King by Three Floyds. Uh, it's a pale ale. Not normally my thing. But liquor stores here have now closed down inside completely. So I had to call ahead and have them bring the beer out to me. And... I named off a few options that I normally get, and they didn't have them. So then I was like, uh, <laughs> I know what to say. And I'm like, uh, three Floyds, uh, what three Floyds do you have? And then he named a few off, and I just picked one. I didn't know what it was. So Alpha King it was. It was a pale ale, and it's not bad. It's better than the other three Floyds uh, hot dog water we yeah. had last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rabid Rabbit, I think that was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That sounds all right. Rabbit hot dog water. Yes. But yeah, for now, we have uh, Alpha King. I had a lot of beer, but it's been a long three weeks. A lot of beer has been consumed by me. Yeah, it has. A lot. Those those drawers were full, and they are now desolate. Still a four-pack of 1050 in there that we haven't broke into. We may yet, if we can ever get back together and play D&D and things like that. Nope. We're missing Ryan. Yeah. But whatever you guys are doing, wherever you are, I hope you're cool and not losing your minds like I am. Mm-hmm. Tired of this nonsense already. I just want to go sit in a bar. Yes. In an actual like like taxman. I yes. want to go and sit at their bar and have their fresh beer and eat the shitty food and enjoy life. Hey, their blue cheeseburger is pretty oh, good. Oh, it's, it's all delicious food, but it's it's bad. For me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Eat terrible food. Eat yes. the horrible food and enjoy every second of it mm-hmm. out of my home. Now you know where I've been when I got laid off and I've been sitting in oh, the it's house. it's worse for you. For, yeah. you know, since it since it started. And, you know, you guys still had yeah, you know, I've a little still bit got... of going out and going to work and whatnot. And yes. I've been in the apartment by myself with just me and my rabbit. Yeah, for dude. a week, Ugh. and then coming here for the weekend, then going back here for another whole week, which has allowed me to I have plenty of time to do creative things. Too that's late, true. Too lazy to do it. That that's also true. So, hey, you got a toy new toy picture up? I got one in the three weeks <laughs> hey, that I've been. We'll take a week and yes, get. Uh, got to replay Halo Reach, replay Halo ODST, replay Halo 1, replay Halo 3, <laughs> start Mass Effect 1, start back up with Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, binge watch all five of the Pirates movies, start the Vikings oh. TV show again. I've watched countless hours of just random things. Good. Oh, speaking of Pirates. Oh, yeah. I hate you again. Yeah. Hand him here. I'm going to break this one next. <laughs> um, I don't even want to touch him. My newest figure in a moment of weakness and uh, eBay seller giving me a fantastic deal. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, the DX-15 from Hot Toys. Uh, the latest Jack Sparrow to be made, possibly the last, depending on where that goes. 
No, Disney would be fools. They're going to make another one. They're going to make a six. See, that's the thing. And that's that's the big reason that Johnny Depp suing, from what I gather, suing Amber Heard for def- defamation and all that is because he was fired from Pirates. Absolutely. And that's his moneymaker. He wants to get cleared well, so that not... he can continue to make Pirates. Yeah, and Disney would be stupid to make Pirates without him. Exactly. And not only, that's one thing I, I like about Johnny Depp, and I do like Johnny Depp, um, as an actor, not as opposed to like all the people I talk to who are like, I love Johnny Depp. Like, no, you love Jack Sparrow. Correct. There's a difference. I actually like Johnny Depp and many, many, many of his other rules. Right. Like Secret Window, is it? With the. Oh, Steven? wow. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot Which is about a weird that one. one. Yeah. The twist on that's. Yeah. It's that's odd. a good movie. It's, I forgot it's about pretty that. good. But, um, Sleepy Hollow. I love Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Gosh, great man. Movie. So good. Um,. Oh, but my point is that uh, one thing I like about him is it's not just that Pirates of the Caribbean is his moneymaker. It's that he actually loves doing it. Like, Yeah. He goes overboard. Yes. I remember reading when they did the first Pirates of the Caribbean and they, you know, let him have some freedom with the costume. They told him he had to remove some of the gold teeth because he, he had like a whole mouth really? full of gold teeth. Yeah, he went That's nuts. Awesome. And they were like, no, it's too much. That's that's too much, Jack. <laughs> Turn it down a little bit. And it's still crazy over the top. It is. That's one thing I like about the new movie. If I'm assuming, well, I know you've seen it, so whatever. Yeah. But the new movie like has that brief scene where he's younger, Jack Sparrow, which is the best scene in the whole movie. All the people I think. are paying tribute to him for what he did, mm-hmm. and they're handing him bits and pieces of his outfit. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. The sash. Sash yep. is handed to him. The things hanging from his hair were handed to him. The hat was handed to him. Yep. So it's cool that while you you look at him at first and you're like, yeah, he's he's got a lot going on. Maybe he does a little over the top. And then you see the new movie and it's like, all that stuff isn't just him over right. the top. It's This is stuff that was handed to him and it's meaningful to him. It's not even as much over the top. It's just, I mean, it fits being a pirate. But I really noticed having yeah, the action figure how much yeah, crap he has. Like, com- even compared to other pirates in the movies, right? he's got a ton of stuff on he him. He does. And this action figure comes with a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. I changed out one of the hands. Um, I was going to put the gun in one of the hands, and it was incredibly difficult. I don't want to break them like I break all of them. So yeah. who knows when I'll change well, that up. See, so I guess it's not that he has more stuff on him, mm-hmm. because if you think about like Barbosa, he's got the ring, he's got the black long fingernails, he's got the different odds and ends that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. But to me... I could be way off on this, but to me, um, all the other characters, as much as they have on them, they're more subtle than Jack is. Yeah. Jack's, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. For the character design, but it fits his character as well. Um, so there's just as much detail in all the other pirates, but theirs is a subtler, more toned down. Right. I, well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's an injustice that Hot Toys has only made Jack Sparrow. And they've made how many Jack Sparrows? Right. They no, made... they made Salfang. Oh my gosh. Of yeah, all they made the Salfang. Pe- of all the people they could have made, Davy Jones, Barbosa, Will Turner. Which they made a Davy Jones, but he's did so Did Hot Toys old. make a Davy Jones? I looked it up. They did. Okay. Um, and he looks exactly like the off-brand Davy Jones, which is not good. I wonder how much posability, Zero. posability it would even have. He has none. Um, so yeah. they did make one, but he's not great. Then they made, for some reason, Sal Feng. Yeah. And I think that's it. No Barbosa. 
Yeah, no Barbos, no Turner. Over, you know what? Over Southang, I'd rather have um... anyone. Give me the guy with the wooden eyeball over Southang. <laughs> I, I would rather sake. have Tiadama over oh, Southang. Absolutely. Give me a Tiadama. I would buy that. Yeah, there's there's. I so would buy many. Elizabeth Swan over Southang, and I hate Elizabeth Swan. But if you made a six kill figure of her in the Pirate King outfit, I would buy it. I agree. I would too. I mean, if you're going to do the Outworlds in, which is the movie that has the most characters in it, so if you're going to make characters from that movie, why Saofeng was the only one they, they got, I, I I don't know. Yeah, because even if you only make figures from that movie, he's still down the list. Way down there. You can. He's hardly in it. Give me Jack, give me Tiadama, give me Barbosa again. Well, give me Barbosa first and foremost. Jack Barbosa. Agreed. And Barbosa should come with the Monkey Jack. The Monkey Jack. The Monkey Jack. Because <laughs> he's even creeper, creepier in miniature. Give me Barbosa. Give me Will Turner. Give me. If you're going to do Will Turner, you have to do Elizabeth Swan. Right. Uh, Tia Dama. Give me a Norrington. Yeah, literally, Southang. I would buy anyone over. I would Southang buy is the the very bottom named character yeah. that I would buy. I would buy Calypso. Yes, I mean honestly, if that... you, the six scale Calypso is like a life size figure from where she grow, <laughs> grows at the end of the quarter movie. scale figure. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with Southang is not only not an important character really, but he's that's the only film he's in, and he's yeah. in it for like fifteen minutes. Most of the other characters in that movie are in the previous movies. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what Hot Toys was smoking then, but they were, it made no they sense. They were thinking he'd be an easy figure to make. Right. Versus Tia Dama with all of her accessories. Or I didn't collect with... then, so I don't know like what the, you know, the collectors thought when it happened. But I can only imagine how they got panned for creating that character. I, bet. I would hope. And, I mean, to the original point... Give they, me an Edward Teach, too. Just right? Any six-scale Ian McShane, I'm in. You give me a six-scale Blackbeard with Ian McShane, I'm buying it. They made um, Jack Sparrow DX6 mm-hmm. from Black Pearl, I think he is? I think it's from Dead Man's Chest. It's from Dead Man's Chest. And then they also made a Jack com- Sparrow from Dead Man's Chest. He comes with the long... Telescope. Gotcha. Well, that wouldn't even be from Dead No, Man's that'd Chest. be from that'd World's be End. World's End. They made one from World's End, though. Mm-hmm. They made one from World's End, and he's not great. They made one from Dead Man's Chest, where he's in the Cannibal King outfit. Not good. I mean, they're old Hot Toys figures. Mm-hmm. Then they made the DX6, but I don't know which movie he's from. Okay, the DX6 and this one both look good. Yes. And then they made this one. So they made four Jack Sparrows. Minimum, they may have made another, but they've made at least four Jack Sparrows, a Sal Fang, a Davy Jones that's awful, and that's it. Yeah, to go this long and not make a Will Turner is baffling. We're five movies in? Yeah. Because like, even though he he wouldn't particularly be my first choice of character, but he's been there since the first movie. Yep. And the fact that you're making six skill figures at all and not making a Will Turner is baffling. But that's Hot Toys, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, how long have we yeah, been no, waiting for certain characters? Normally with Disney, though, with Disney films, they're all over the heroes, usually. And maybe that's why they have such... And I, You know what? You actually bring up a good point. 
maybe that's why they've had such an issue making products for the Pirates movies because they're Disney films. And there's not a lot of actual, quote-unquote, good guys in the films. So maybe when it comes to licensing and everything, um, Disney's not all that on board with making all the characters. I mean, they could have been just, you will make Jackie's our titular hero. But then make Sal Fang? Ah, good point. I forgot about mm-hmm. Sal Fang. I just forgot about Sal Fang, damn it. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I don't know. But not, I mean... Yes, to talk about Hot Toys, but also to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean because there's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about in the world. Nothing's going on. I mean, Final Fantasy VII came out. Not my thing. Resident Evil 3 came out. I'm too scared. I don't have the money for it yet. Um, Doom Eternal is out. Um, I still need to finish the first Doom game. I do too. I'm about halfway through Also, I'm not sure how I feel about the second game because the second game looks to me like it goes... Over the top with the stylized action. I've heard it does. With the running and jumping and swinging and combo kills. They change a lot. something I'm not good at. Yeah. You know? I agree. I'm not that great at it either. And they change a lot. They add like lives to it. Like picking up lives, I believe it is. Something like that. I hmm. I don't know. I've watched a few videos and it's it's definitely chaotic. I mean, they're all chaotic, but this is like off the charts chaotic. And I don't know how good I'll be at it either. But unlike most people, I'm not just into a game to run and shoot, run and gun and stuff like that. I prefer story to the game before I. Which run is what and gun. I really liked about the new Doom, the the first one, the first new yeah. Doom, because you do get a little bit of a narrative. Definitely. With the Space Marine waking up and finding the armor, and that one chick, the scary looking chick that's talking to you most mm-hmm. of the time. I don't remember. It's been a while since I played it. But it was a decent game. I need to finish it. But there's not a whole lot other than that. Well, there, I guess, in the video game world. I mean, we can go all over the place. We really have nothing to talk about. Um, So you've got the controllers that were announced. Yeah. I saw one person on Twitter. One person and one person only repost the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller and was like, so are we going to talk about how ugly these controllers are? He's the only person who doesn't like them. Everyone else is going nuts. I love them. I think they look great. The only, and it's not even an issue. I don't have an issue with it. But the only thing that's like, to me, is weird is the fact that it's white. Mm-hmm. Which is, assumes, assuming means the console's going to be white. But you know they're going to release different colors. I know. You know? But I'm used to PS... I had the second generation PS2. No, because even the first. After the PS1, the PS1 was gray, white, and the controller was gray, white. But then the PS2 was black, controller was black. Yep. PS3 was black, controller was black. PS4 was black, controller was black. Yep. And it doesn't matter because I got the Destiny 2 uh, Snow White PS4 now with the white controller. Yeah, that's what I have too. I actually use... croaking on me. Yeah. And your controller is busted. Yeah, I all my controllers are busted. <laughs> and I used my blue controller more than the white one anyway. But it it was just weird to see that their first. Yeah, I agree with that. The launch edition is going to be white. Well, here's what I've seen. But I've seen a I lot like of people it. complaining. I, I haven't personally seen it. I've watched some videos where other people are addressing the complaints of fans saying they're just ripping off Xbox. It looks like an Xbox controller. What? No, it doesn't. 
to where I think it kind of does, but I also think that it has nothing to do with ripping anyone off. I think it's just where we're at with controllers. Like if you stop and look at controllers, the Stadia controller, the Switch controller when you build it, the Xbox controller, and now the DualSense controller, they all look very similar. They're big, but they, they're big, bulky controllers and they have a similar shape and size. And I don't think anyone's ripping anyone off. I think in general, the companies that make controllers realize the type of controller people prefer, and, and that's what they're all and making. And that's evident to me in the fact, and we all know how I feel about the console war, but you can see Sony, after the PS3, really adapt their controllers to what the fans want. Right. The PS4 controller got, they kept the same basic shape on it, but it got bigger, it got mm-hmm. wider, it got fatter. It still tried to stay classic, though. Tried to stay classic, and... People loved it. I love it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Because that's my problem with Sony's controllers for the PS1, PS2, and PS3. I'm a big dude. Those controllers were small. Right. And my when I use the thumbsticks, my thumbs touch. Right. So the PS4 controller was better. And the PS5, they're doing the same thing. They're yeah. waiting it out. But Which I like. Now, Microsoft's controller looks exactly the same right. as the Xbox One. Which looks exactly the same as the Xbox 360 controller. Right. And I feel like it's because their controller is hefty. It's a big controller. So people are cool with it. They don't have as much reason to change it. Also, they're probably not going to change it because they are big into the custom controllers. And I guarantee you, they're going to let you use your custom elites and things like that for the Series X. You would, they would have to. I mean, because people have invested too much money. Yeah. Better let people use so it. that's why they probably didn't change it up a whole lot because they know people are just going to recycle their controllers there anyway. That would be my guess. I'm totally cool with it. I think we've all, we're all evolving to a certain point with controllers where they're going to look the same. It's fine. Wow. Doesn't matter to me. What I care about with a controller, really, I guess, would just be the added cool little features. They don't matter. Like that, I like the lights on the current PlayStation. That's controller. what I'm saying, though. Is like Sony legit like evolves their stuff. You got the light up controller. Yeah. You got the they added the touchpad, which I like in the PS4. They added the share button, so you click the button and you can record your gameplay. You, mm-hmm. you click it twice and you can take a screenshot, which you can send to your friends. Yep. You can automatically post it to your pages, or you can hold it to live stream broadcast your gameplay to Twitch or YouTube or whatever. whatever which Xbox whatever. has that button too. Do they know? Mm-hmm. They've always have. Like, really? Yeah. I was playing when I was playing Mass Effect games last year. It's the same thing. One click and you can take videos, screenshots, all oh, that good stuff. I know that. I don't remember which button it is. Though. I like all that stuff, and I like I do the speaker in the PS4 controller. So all that is awesome. Comes out, Except when it's scary. I was gonna say, especially <laughs> in scary games, where it comes out and it it really amplifies the fear. And now the PS5s, the only thing we know, well, they they got the reactive triggers. They're adding yes, and then a built-in microphone, so you don't mm-hmm. need a headset to talk to your buddies. Continuously adding things. I saw an IGN poll. evolving. I saw an IGN poll asking what people's um, most anticipated thing about the controllers was. And I think 38% of the vote went to haptic feedback. I don't know what that is. Like, everyone's excited about haptic feedback. But I, at the time, didn't know what it is, and I haven't looked into it since. So, whatever that is, it seems like a big thing, but I have no clue what haptic feedback is. But everyone's excited about it, whatever that is. I think second on the list you said was it too fast. I knew what it was. I, look it up. <laughs> I think second on the list was the adaptive triggers. 
or maybe the built-in microphone. I don't remember. I think it was adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. Those were the two main ones with haptic feedback being the number one most anticipated feature of the new controllers. And I would be excited about it if I knew what it was. Which you will soon tell us. PS5, haptic feedback. All right. So haptic feedback is when a game uses touch to convey an event or activity to a player. This sensation... That would, I mean, oh, that... So, oh, okay, yeah. So it's how they're changing the vibration function and whatnot, which I remember them saying that it was going to be one of the first times they really completely redid their vibration function. Hmm. So, which Sony is something Sony's nailed in the past too, because like on the PS4, uh, when they were really trying to introduce you to the key features of the motion tracking for the PS4 controller, the DualShock 4, right? And they gave you that little robot mini game, right? When you played it. Um, one of the modes that it had was the screen on the TV was supposed to be a look at the inside of the controller. So it was just black and it had all these tiny little robots in there and the robots would move. They would shift sides of the screen based on how you move the controller because you were, yes, you were moving I vaguely the, remember the robots that. around yeah. and the vibration on the controller would it would vibrate in weird ways that would actually feel like weight shifting in right. the controller. So, so that's the haptic feedback it's like thing. That, it's know, the vibrations mm -hmm. and how interactive the controller is yes. with that stuff. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've, they've been doing, I mean, they've been doing the motion thing for years. I mean, the PS3 yeah. with the, the move controllers that got a lot of negative feedback. Um, I never got to use them on the PS3. I so never I did know. either. It did not do well. Yeah, I know. But I, I remember I, a big thing being um, the SOCOM Navy SEALs game with the PlayStation Move. I think was the last SOCOM game they even made. Really? Yep. I and those know. used to be big. They were huge. I remember those. Wow. Been a minute. Uh, rumors swirling now that they might uh, be bringing it back for the PS5, which I would be okay with because those were sweet games. I think the SOCOM Navy SEALs games obliterated any of the Rainbow Six games. Yeah. In my mind. To me personally, right. they were. I don't remember them enough. They, like I remember they were big, but they, I don't remember. Yeah, they had the them. strategic, like uh, planning out and whatnot. Not quite to the degree of the classic Rainbow Six PC games, where you had the map and you got to like right. do your waypoints and all that. But it was very realistic shooter, but just I don't know worked better for me. Yeah, I always loved them. I had SOCOM one, two, and three. Uh, so I would like to see it make a comeback. I would like to see Killzone make a comeback. Yeah, Killzone and Resistance, both of those. Those were Resist original. Resistance, I didn't get that far into it. Yeah, I, I mean... played the first one, but by the time I played the first one, the third one was already out. Mm -hmm. And my taste in video games wouldn't allow me to enjoy <laughs> the going back and playing Resistance 1. I remember buying the PlayStation 3 because it all went down for me. I was always Xbox. It was my first console was PlayStation 1. Then I had the PlayStation 2 Slim. Then I had the GameCube, which I played a ton. Then I got a 360. And the 360s where I did all my... Like when I really started playing games, 360 was where it was at. And I was cool with it. Xbox was my thing. Then the one year Xbox announced or toyed with the idea of getting rid of disk drives, I got upset. 
I sold my 360, got a PlayStation 3. Um, the rest is history, basically. But when I bought the PS3, I was blown away because I'm like, well, I have all these exclusives I have to catch up on. Uh-huh. So I got all the Uncharted games, all the Resistance games, all the Killzone games, <laughs> and burned through the, all the God of War games. Oh, God. And that alone got me. I was like, oh, I these are all amazing franchises. Kill it every right? time. And so I'm like, I have all these freaking games to play that I could never play. And it, that got me right there. And they, they haven't stopped. No. Like, they may not have a continued kill zone or resistance, but they've continued God of War. And they've picked up new things like Until Dawn and Detroit, you know, Become the Human. Order 1886. The Order 1886. And Spider-Man and Days Gone. I mean, they continue putting out. And that's the one thing. I will buy an Xbox Series X when they give me a game that I want to play. Like, they announced Fable, a new Fable, done. Like, they've already almost got me. I'm interested because they now um, have the Hellblade games. I love Senua's Sacrifice, and now the Series X is going to have whatever the name of the next one is. That alone makes me interested in See, I can't do it. My pride gets in the way. I get so mad because, like, Microsoft, you can't just make a good exclusive game. You have to buy a company (laughs) from Sony. When Sony made it, Sony made a good exclusive game, and instead of doing that to compete with your competitors, you buy the company from. Yeah. So so now they just make, and then the first thing you do is have them make some multiplayer game, game. Yeah. Which that that's one thing that does not appeal to me in any way ever. I don't do multiplayer. I don't care about it. The most multiplayer I do is playing Call of Duty. Sometimes, like they come out, I'll play Call of Duty for a month, and then I'm done. Yep. But at the end of the day, for me. It's only about the game experiences, and it's about the story-based game experiences. That's why PlayStation is the best, in my opinion, and that's why I spend all my time there. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I don't even know how we got off on that, but that's what's up. I just steal your Xbox every now and then so I can play Halo again. Yeah, I mean, I have an Xbox solely to go play games I cannot play on the PlayStation. PlayStation's biggest problem is the severe lack of backwards compatibility. That's the only issue. I that's have. the that's the biggest issue for me, because I can't play Dead Space one or two, and I can't play right. Dragon Age, and I can't play Mass Effect one, two, or three. No, and it sucks because those are some of my favorite games. So I need the Xbox to play those. Which I toyed around with getting a Stadia, but I just don't understand how that technology works. I don't either. Black Magic probably. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Black Magic. So yeah, Black Magic Stadia box. Maybe someday I'll open up and let it in. Um, beyond the video game consoles. Oh, crap. I can't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume everyone listening listened to the last episode. If not, listen to it. You'll understand what I'm saying. There's a certain... Explain it real fast. <laughs> yeah. There's a certain area that tends to... Um, there's a certain thing that tends to permeate we all of our podcasts. It just... A lot. Seeps in. And I can't talk about it. Uh, and there's something that doesn't really relate to it 100%, but it does enough to where if I brought it up, um, that's what I ended up talking about. So I'm not going to talk about that. We talk about Pirates of the Caribbean again, though, because I'm standing here looking at Jack Sparrow, and he's fucking awesome. Yes, he is. I need, I a... like him. I need one, but... You do need no, one. No, they're too much money. Dude, just hop on eBay and start watching them. I'm People watching are so desperate them. for money, they're going to start sending you offers. They haven't yet. They're still 400 bucks minimum. Well, yeah. that's what he ended up being. 
No. No, he offered me two ninety. Wow. I thought you said two fifty five. No, two ninety. Still a steal. Yep. Because I think retail on him was two seventy five. Something like that. He was more crazy. than your average two fifty. Yeah. The I DX got him for basically the retail are. price. Yeah, they are. That's where they put like the most detail into them though. And they come in yes. awesome boxes with the foam packaging and the... It's like they do a DX when a studio gives them like there's no you don't have to go through any loops here. Make this figure. Yep. That's what the DXs are. They go the extra mile to make Jack Sparrow's sword out of metal. Right. I mean, because you look at all the figures that Hot Toys does, and at the end of the day, they do the prototype. Then once it hits licensing, licensors make them change it. Then it comes out and looks completely different. It's a sculpt thing. happens all the time. Perfect example. Look at you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Krennic. Oh, gosh. And Grindelwald. I'm so mad at Krennic. Oh, like the Krennic, just from the pictures, I don't know because I don't have him in hand. But yeah. from the pictures, it's worse than Obi-Wan. I agree. Like, Obi-Wan is passable to me. I'm not, I was upset about it, but it, not enough to get rid of the figure. Obi-Wan is just details. Yeah. The likeness is good, but the details are yeah, Especially are with off. the beard and the mustache. Yeah. Krennic, from the pictures alone, like I said, I don't have it in hand, so I don't know. But from the pictures, it looks bad enough that I'm furious enough that I don't know if I'll buy it. I've seen some pictures that are good. I've seen quite a few that aren't. The biggest problem for me is the upper lip. Something's off about mm-hmm. it. It's kind of Harley. The Harley sculpts are hit and miss for me. I feel like they cannot do Margot's um, lips right. They always do something that's a little bit off. Which they announced the two new Harley Quinn figures. And I think the golden jumpsuit, that sculpt's perfect. And then the one I want, the police station suit, I don't like that sculpt at all. I just don't think it looks like her. So it's like, damn it. You have to buy them both and right? the head. Yeah, that's why I deal with Leto's Jokers. I, I I don't know. The difference there being, at least in my eyes, is both head sculpts for Jared Leto's Joker look amazing. That's They're true. Just They're both different good. faces. Yeah. I didn't buy the figure just to get a head sculpt. Yeah. I like the sculpts for both yeah. figures. Yeah, I agree with that. But the point about the, the licensors not messing things up, when they have freedom with the DX, everything's perfect. And it is the same with the new Punisher figure, the War Machine Punisher. Mm-hmm. That sculpt is based on nothing, so they got to do their own thing with it, and it's flawless. I mean, it's not based on anyone, but the eyes are amazing, the scars, the paintwork, yeah, the don't hair. Have, they don't have to worry about that person who says, no, Correct. you can't use this likeness or whatever. It doesn't have, they don't have to run it past anyone. They're like, this is what we're doing, go for it. And that's why their comic-based characters look so good. Mm-hmm. Magneto and Red Skull and all those, because they have complete freedom to do whatever they want with them. Which is one thing we talked about with Mezco, why their figures can look so good. Absolutely. They're not, their Batman figures aren't on Christian Bale or on yep. Ben Affleck. They're doing their own Batman. They're doing their own Two-Face. They're doing their own Jokers. And they look amazing. Just makes me mad at, com- at make, I don't know, companies, I guess. Just because I just want the figure. And I don't know I want- why you're getting in the way when I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying money for it. I never understood why a prototype ever has to be changed and it's because i have no knowledge inside knowledge of the business or how it works but But it's always like why if the potential is there that the prototype can be changed then you should not be posting pictures of the prototype i agree with that you should not be getting people hyped up to that level yep if the chances are down the road you might have to change it it's done nothing but hurt them lately like used to when they put up a prototype picture the variations weren't so drastic but I can think of four of their last however many releases with Krennic, Obi-Wan, 
Um, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um, Grindelwald. Good lord, Grindelwald, Grindelwald is. Oh, he's man. shipping. He's shipping on the fifteenth. So I'm gonna find out just how just bad how it bad is in really hand. Is. But I have a bad Pictures feeling, man. I haven't seen God, a single picture oh, that looks good. Not one. Which makes some sense. They they can crush the depth sculpts. All the Jack Sparrows look good except the old ones. That's just because it was a different yeah. time. But the Jack Sparrows look great. Um, the Tonto figure, they did great there. The, the, they can do the, the depth sculpt. The Todd figure looks amazing. Oh, I forgot about him. I wonder if he was a DX. I don't know. Because he looks fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, they can do depth. So why now have they screwed it up? It makes no sense to me. Hot that, Toys, I love you. You guys the, are the best, but I'm asking why. Be the different company. The difference in Disney and Warner Brothers. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Warner Brothers know is why. the worst at licensing and, and making toys anyway. Yeah. They have so many things I they wish, can do. I wish there was like a description, like a, a step-by-step guide to how the process works. Because I want to know. Because... It does nothing that I can think about makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me that Disney would be able to step in and be like, "No, you can't use Johnny Depp's likeness." Because if you're giving me permission to make Jack Sparrow, what other likeness am I going to use except the actor who plays him? Right. Right. So it doesn't make sense that Warner Brothers would step in and be like, "Well, you can use Grindelwald, but why well, don't want it to look just like Johnny Depp?" Well, that's the guy who plays him. Yeah. But it also doesn't make sense for Johnny Depp's agent to be like. No, because he's going to make money off of it too. Well, the difference there would be who's saying no, who's stopping it. The difference would be, um, when whenever I would imagine when a contract is signed with an actor to do a role where there could be merchandise involved, it's probably in the contract that that actor is giving up the rights to his likeness for toys to be made. Like if you're going to sign on mm-hmm. to the MCU, so then your licensors and those people at the MCU they have control over that. Then why would so they then you have no? right. Then you have Hot Toys who wants to make this figure, and they make a prototype and they show the prototype to the licensor, and that's why it says prototype pending licensing approval. Then the licensors decide what they feel like needs to be done. So that's where the hangup is. What do they have in mind there? It's either that. But it still doesn't make exactly. It doesn't make sense though that the licensors working for Marvel or working for Disney would get the prototype and be like. That looks exactly like Tony Stark. That looks exactly like Robert right. Downey Jr. They have to change it. Oh, I agree. Why? For what purpose? So then my other question would be, okay, so if it's not that, maybe the licensors are like, they like the prototype, yeah, mass produce, do what you can. Then the question is, does it actually come down to Hot Toys, Sideshow, whoever's doing it? Do they get to the point where they realize the prototype's not feasible because it's too in-depth? And then they have to scale things back because they can't put that much time into the paintwork and everything else to make it. Because some of those prototypes are off the charts. I mean, they're the best sculpts of these characters you'll ever see. So then it's like, is it cheaper for them to then produce the prototype with less detail like Obi-Wan? So you get it all burned out quicker because you didn't lose an extra five months putting the detail in the beard and the wrinkles and all that. Then I'm back to then don't post the fucking prototype. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't it makes make no me sense. See what was potentially there. Don't do that. Don't, don't give, give me hope. hope. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got it. I have no idea because obviously I have no idea how that business that, thing that, works. That but doesn't it doesn't work make either, sense though. to me. That doesn't work either though, because then you have somebody like Asmus who makes the the Diamond series, or Crown series, Gandalf. Yeah, that looks amazing. 
that looks in just unreal, incredible. My and, most anticipated figure yeah, of all time. And me. all they're doing is charging three hundred dollars for it, or three hundred and fifty. I think it's three hundred. Three. They're charging three something for it, and that's the figure you're going to get. And they're individually. They have one one uh, lady, I believe. She's doing all the paintwork on these, and they have like one or two people doing the actual rooted beard and hair Which for I'm each individual piece. I'm and it's been pushed to September, I think, because yeah, of that. I'm cool I, with that. I would rather have, I would rather pay the extra money and wait the extra time and get a perfect for a piece. figure that looks exactly like what I want. I agree. Then for you to pump out a mass-produced piece of shit. Yep. And charge me maybe maybe fifty bucks less, maybe thirty bucks less for right. Hot Toys. And then charge me an, an additional $30 shipping, so I'm not saving any money at all, hot right. boys. And then give me a piece of crap figure that looks awful. After showing me a picture of the same figure that looks That's amazing. what it comes down to. the end of the day, the prototypes are so good, I would just like an explanation of why they change so much. And it didn't used to be as much of a problem as it is now. Like, I don't know what's going on lately, but they, they're they changing a, a lot. of people. You know, like you just said, Asmus has one person doing the... Asmus is small scale, big yeah, time. Yeah, they're doing yeah. the one person's doing the paint apps and two people doing whatever, whatever, whatever. Hot Toys has been doing this for a long ass time and they have a team of They're artists, the best of the best. A team yep. of sculptors, a team of painters, a team of clothing designers. Yep. I'm sorry, you got no excuse. None. No, and from what J.C. Hong, the head dude over there, the creative guy when it comes to sculpts and things, from what he has said, and I guess this answers the question, from what he has said on his... Instagram or Facebook, I don't know. But he specifically said it in relation to the Obi-Wan figure is that they had issues in the licensing process and that is why it had to change. So something about licensing is maybe they don't don't want them as lifelike. They want them to be more like toys for some reason. I I don't know. Then you need to reduce the price. Period. (laughs) Right. If If you're not putting that much detail in it, it needs to cost less. Period. Yeah, it's... I should be paying $260, $300 for a figure that doesn't meet the highest quality. And that's the thing. It doesn't meet a standard. like this Jack Sparrow. Exactly. And Asmus releases things like that Gandalf the Grey. If, if that quality can be achieved for that price, then lower quality demands a lower price. Yeah, it comes back to they've already done it. Like, you've already made all these great figures. So you cannot... The prices have only gone up. So now if the prices are up, the quality should not go down. If anything, it should improve. And that's the difference in a company like Asmus. Like they just announced Faramir. Did you see him? Mm -hmm. The sculpt's not great. Like The sculpt actually looks way better with the hood up. Oh, I agree with that. The hair is what's It's the hair that's off. Yeah. But here's the difference there. I'm paying $200 for Faramir with... An amazing outfit. Everything else is great. Oh, the Lord, the Asmus, the outfits alone are right. incredible. But it's two hundred dollars. Yep. I'm more forgiving at a two hundred dollar price range of a head sculpt. I may not like it. If I really don't like it, like Boromir, I just yep. won't buy it. But at the same time, the price point is down there where I can really debate. Okay, for this price, I can live with the sculpt. Maybe I can get him and take pictures of him, make it look fine. It's not that way with Hot Toys. You got to really think about it. You're, at this point, you're basically almost paying $300 for any Hot Toy you buy. Yeah. After shipping. So you got to really stop and think. It needs to be the best quality possible. It needs to be. Especially when, and again, 
things can change because Hot Toys has a ten tendency of doing that. But the Commander Cody figure that I have, I, mm -hmm. I'm buying. It hasn't shipped yet, but I'm buying it. From the pictures, it looks amazing. Yes. From the pictures, it comes with two separate sculpts, a helmet and an unhelmeted sculpt. The unhelmeted sculpt looks amazing. It does. The in-depth skin texture, the scars on his face, the hair, everything looks amazing. It comes with four guns and three uh, interchangeable light-up holograms, yep. and he's 260 bucks. All that shit, two sculpts, one, unhel one unhelmeted sculpt that looks amazing, and he's 260 And other characters will come with just a lightsaber and be that same price. You know, here's this is where it makes me wonder. The something Luke's else. head sculpt is not that great, mm -mm. and he's two hundred fifty bucks. This makes me think: is it more expensive because of the character? Like, is does it, it cost to Hot Toys more to license and produce? Or a Luke is Hot Skywalker? Toys just charging that because it's Luke Skywalker, so people will buy it? That too. It's an interesting thing. I'd I'd like to get more involved or hear from someone that's more involved in the industry, just because I'm curious about these things. Because you'll see that you'll see them release a character. Uh, John Wick, I think it is, that comes with every weapon known to mankind, mm -hmm. and gold coins and little little suit, like suitcase type thing about all yep. this crap. And I think he was two fifty or something like that. How boy was two sixty? See all the stuff he comes with. Mm. I hope he releases. I, I no, I don't actually, because I'll be tempted to buy him. You shut up! I got him pre-ordered. He better. You release. got the mess going pre-ordered too. <laughs> yeah, and they both better release. I want them both. Uh, but the six scale one comes with the flaming crown. Oh, that crown comes man. with the giant horns. Comes with the flaming Excalibur. Comes with. The, oh, I can have a blast taking pictures of him. Yep. Comes with the gun. Comes with uh, the coat. He, I think he comes with a suitcase that the gun fits in, or uh, that might be the Mesco figure. I might be getting confused. I don't remember. But he comes with a lot of stuff. And the sculpt is amazing. And he's it bigger is. than your average figure because he's Hellboy, and he's 266 bucks. And I don't think that they're going to have issues with that sculpt. I mean, it's such a niche and specific character. I don't imagine. If you're going to get licensed to make the figure, what are they going to change up on you? Uh -huh. You're making Hellboy. <laughs> You're, you're obviously going for a specific audience. I don't see anything being changed from that. No, nah, but tell you what, though. like Recently, with some of their changes and their last-minute things, like Krennic, mm -hmm. get to the point where I'm probably going to, if I get a figure that's that disappointing, you always get the little link at the end to leave feedback. Absolutely. I'm start using it. Yeah. I'm going to start sending figures back if I have to. I'm not paying full price for a figure. You know, I'm not... Titus Oliver. I'm not a famous actor. <laughs> right. right. I can't afford to just keep throwing money yeah. at terrible figures that look awful, but you're still charging me 300 bucks for them. Right. At the end of the day... That's my rant for the day. <laughs> I'll send it back. <laughs> we buy the six-scale figures for the detail. If if detail wasn't important, I'd keep buying six-inch figures. Exactly. We'd be buying you, Marvel Legends yeah. and Black Series. Yeah. Right. You buy six-scale figures for... A level of detail, a level of quality that nobody else achieves. Yep. And I buy it more for the sculpt than a lot of things. Yeah. Because I can handle a Dengar. I have Dengar and you can't do a whole hell of a lot with him. He's not poseable at all. But the sculpt is awesome. But the sculpt and the armor, it's all perfect. I'm not buying the six scale figures as much for poseability. I want some, 
I don't want the level of unposability that I have with some of my figures. Look at DC. you, armored Batman. Good lord! Oh well, all of DC's figures except for Flash. Yeah, you're right. Actually, every one of them. Yeah, Aquaman. You can't do shit with him. Wonder Woman. You can't like do they're shit with they're him. barely even action figures, but they oh, look tax phenomenal. Suit Batman is a joke. <laughs> right. No, I've had this conversation before. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, Christian Bale Batman oh, yeah. is awful. Yep. It is awful. And you know what? I can still live with it. Because the detail... Not for the price these costs. Well, not on the aftermarket, no. But the detail and everything in the The figures, the sculpts are all great. Everything's good. I can live with that, even if it's sacrificed some posability. What I do not want is to not only get that posability, but then to also get a sculpt that is not what you originally promised. That's it. If you give me... I don't know. If the options are extreme posability and a lackluster sculpt versus an amazing sculpt with lackluster posability, I'll take the, the better sculpt every ten, time. Ten times out of ten times, yep. I agree. Yeah, that's our rant. Talking about toys. Nothing it just else. Really, it, ah, it really bums me out looking at something <laughs> like this. The Jack Sparrow. Yeah, the Because they can do yeah. it so right yep. when they want to. Which has to come come back to licensing, like JC talked about. Something goes on with licensing that changes things up in the final phase, and then you get what you get. It also doesn't help that some of the people they have doing their pictures have no business doing their yeah, pictures. Yeah, they're photographers. Whoever has done them in the past, they need to Some of them. them are really good, and some of them are not. Because, And I always go back to the Han Solo. I didn't want to get the Han Solo figure because the pictures all looked terrible. Yeah. But I got it because it's Han Solo. Going to need him. End of if story. I do Star Wars figures, Solo. I'm going right. to need Han Solo. He's a major character in the Star in the franchise. So I got him, and the figure looks amazing. Yeah, it is a great sculpt with really good posability and really really good detail in the clothes. Um, he's got the low cut shirt, so they they tanned his chest, so yep. that fits in his skin tone. Got the gloved hands. Got the alternate hair sculpt, so you can put his headpiece on. Just a tremendous figure. Looks amazing. But the pictures look like shit. Yeah. So whoever took the pictures should not have earned money for it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, they've got their bloggers that put out the the pictures beforehand. And their Instagram, the guys that are on Instagram a lot, um, BG Toy Art, uh, Alex, and then Ultra Ben, they do really good work. So when you see their pictures, you know this is what it looks like. Then there's some others that are on Facebook and things like that, and I've seen their pictures and say, like, "Yeesh." So that that I don't think they realize just how much the photography matters with the sculpt, and it does. I'll get a figure and try to take a quick picture with my phone to be like, "Oh, this thing looks awesome," and I look at it on my phone I'm like, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's not the same figure that I'm looking at right now." So photography matters. And Hot Toys is a major, massive company. They don't give two shits about we have to, what we have to say. But we are bored, and that's what we have to talk about. I'm bored and alone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Other than ranting about toys. Ranting. Ranting Atlantean. Looking that's at me. your banner right now. I know. I love it. It's Since it's, we're not going to be at Comic-Con. Mm. Although we can sign up for that online one. We can. Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it. Have we talked about it on here that we were going to be doing a booth at Comic-Con? I don't think so. But we were, Indiana Comic-Con, going to have a booth there and sell prints of our artwork, our toy photography. Um, 
But it got canceled and then rescheduled into June uh, on the weekend that my brother is getting married. So there's always that. I honestly don't think with good old COVID that it's going to happen anyway. So I put a feeler out to him and asked if uh, if I can cancel or I should wait, bide my time, see how much time they can give me before I cancel. Because I feel like they're going to reschedule, but I haven't heard back. But regardless of all that, it sucks. 2020 sucks ass completely. Worst, yeah, year, worst be, year ever. be the first year that we attempted to go to a Comic-Con as an oh, artist yeah. yep. rather than an attendee. Yep. Was all excited. It was going to be it. fun, man. Whether we even sold, we could have sold absolutely nothing and it would have been well, fun. Well, that's what we said before. Where it was more about exposure than it was about yeah. making money. We just need money. We just need money. So, unless it gets pushed and then we get a chance to go, that's probably not happening. But we did order banners. Um, and Patrick's came in and it does look good. It looks way better up close. Like, your logos and things like that on Instagram, they're so small and undetailed, but to yep. see them up close and blown up, they're pretty sweet. Pretty sweat. It's pretty sweat. Which I don't even know if you've talked about it. You know, if you want to follow him on Instagram at his art and photography page, it's Ranton. Is it just Ranton Lantian or is it an underscore? There's an underscore. So it's Ranton underscore Lantian. Gotcha. Ranton, R-A-N-T-I-N, underscore, Atlantean, A-T-L-A-N-T-E-A-N. Which I always get wrong. Got the Atlantean wrong every time. I should have picked a less complicated name, but at the time I was like, I can't talk about things without arguing and ranting about them. (laughs) That's me. And Aquaman is my favorite character, so Atlantean. Yeah, and it works. Like, what I like in, in a tag handle or a name is just something that rolls for me personally. Like, I don't care how long it is or how whatever it is, but I like it to, to be smooth. Oh, so, Ranton Lantian, it's, Plus it's it smooth. Rhymes, which is a yeah. bonus. Yeah, like it works. It. Like, there's some people where it's just, the name's convoluted, and I, I'm like, ah. Um, And I am Bearded Toy Man. You have no underscores, correct? You're just No, toy luckily man. I have no underscores. Yeah. Yep. So, it's plain and simple. Good. And we were going to be Bearded Toy Man, Ranton Lantian Photography at Indiana Comic Con. Selling, uh, selling prints, but no. Yeah, but to be fair, if you do check us out, we have made several prints in anticipation of Comic Con. That's a good point. So if you do check us out, see a picture you really like. Yeah, we'll sell it to you. We'll sell it to you. We have an ass load of prints. Yep. I know I have an ass load of prints. I got quite a few, so. I still have a cart up on Cat Print that's like three hundred dollars worth of prints that I need to get. Because every time I take a picture, I just go ahead and add it to the cart for prints. Oh, that's actually a good idea. So it's it's getting hefty. Well, a lot of prints in there. I'll probably buy them one of these days just to have them. We'll, we'll get to do a con eventually. 2020 can't last forever. <laughs> I don't think. Knock on wood there. Right. Oh, you've cursed us. Yeah, I have. 2020 will last for three years. And I, we had nothing to talk about, so I thought this was going to be a short episode. Now nah, we're almost an hour in. Our episodes are never short. They're not. I'm going to go Which ahead I'm and, with. yeah, me too. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up talking. before I talk about something that I shouldn't. Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but hope everybody's doing good, surviving the absolute bullshit that is 2020. Um, hopefully our little podcast can bring some joy to someone that's stuck at home doing absolutely nothing. Take their time out of the day to listen to our ridiculousness. Our rants. Our rants always tends to be that way. 
even when we can't talk about that which should not be named, <laughs> we still find things to rant about. We end up ranting about Hot Toys, the thing that we give our most money to. But it is, it's all in good fun at the end of the day. We have a blast. We hope you guys have a blast. Um, Drink beer. Absolutely. Drink beer. Drink 2020 away. Talk about nonsense. Try to forget about 2020. Make it through this quarantine. And until next weekend, guys, where we can talk about the things that we normally talk about. Or can we? We can. Uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, we have spoken.